from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. And greetings again from the Greenbrier in West Virginia, where John DeShazer and myself, hi, Sean Kelly, continue our coverage of Saints Training Camp 2014 presented by Verizon. Not just football today, basketball too. A little bit later in the show, Joel Myers will join us from Las Vegas to talk about Team USA and their showcase event tonight at UNLV before they hit the road for an exhibition tour and their preparations for Madrid. But otherwise, it is football and a lot of it on this Friday. Happy August to you, by the way. I hope that you're uh, ready to turn the calendar page. We're ready to turn it toward the black and gold scrimmage tomorrow. We'll talk to some players about that today. And those players include Mark Ingram. I'm very excited to talk to him. And young wide receiver Shontavious Jones, who's in quite a position battle to make the final 53 at a crowded position group, that being wide receiver. Hello, my friend. Good to see you again. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm a little um, dumbfounded right now. I'm the legendary coach from Virginia Tech, Frank Beamer, just walked behind us. So, you know, I'm always kind of struck in the uh, presence of greatness. <laughs> However, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here as usual. Um, a little chilly this morning, but now it's warming up. So, you know, you just don't know around here. Frank Beamer, boy, special teams guru. I'm sure he and Greg McMahon will sit down at some point, huh? Oh, man, I, can, I tell you what, I don't know who would be teaching whom on that one because he's always, you know, annually had great special teams at Vitech. And uh, teams have always been pretty good. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see how the Hokies are this season. But, yeah, it's good to see. You know, we've had a lot of famous people around here from him to the, to the logo yesterday, Jerry West. We've always had good visitors at camp, but it's nice to get this Virginia and West Virginia flavor, that's for sure. Happy Friday. I know it's not the end of our work week, but it is the end of, I think, this phase with the black and gold scrimmage tomorrow. Tomorrow, I mean, that is the practice, but that I don't feel like we're going to see practice tomorrow. No, that's going to be as close to a game simulation as we're going to get here uh, before the preseason games actually begin. And to be honest, you know, today was a lot more physical mm -hmm. than I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to dial it back because the black and gold scrimmage is tomorrow. And, guys would be a little bit more cognizant of, you know, holding each other up and that kind of, these guys, they started getting chippy and chirpy and they were after one another from the beginning. And it surprised me a little bit. I really thought they were going to dial back and these guys are ready to, they, they're ready to get it on. Yeah, I, I feel like there's been this natural progression and these last two days have really kind of ramped things up. It just, it feels right. It felt like football today. You know what, I think a lot of this is starting now. Offensive guys, you know, they, you know, this offense, you know, they want to run the ball better. But I, the chippiness has really started defensively. Those guys have been chirping and they've been pushing around <laughs> and they've been adding a little extra, it seems like, for quite some time. Now, those guys have really ramped it up. They've been the aggressors to me and they've been just anxious to get to, to get it on and, and hit somebody. Oh, and the two guys, the two guys that seem to be the instigators or at least the uh, that are at least yelling the rally cry the loudest, Akeem Hicks and Curtis Lofton, interestingly enough. It doesn't surprise me about Curtis. It does me 
on number 76, though, a little bit. Well, you know what? They were expecting big things out of 76, and he's a guy who, who looks like he's you know going to play with some fire this year. But, yeah, he's been in the middle of a lot of stuff between his teammates. I mean, from one point, you know, Zach Sweet said, you know, after one drill, you know, he wanted to high-five him, and Akeem wouldn't. <laughs> and it's gone, kind of gone on from there. He's been extremely physical, and he's been difficult for his teammates to block. So tomorrow there's no telling what's going to happen when he's actually got the green light to go and hit people. Oh, and, and by the way, I don't want anybody to think that the offense is sitting here getting punked either. Uh, Zach Streif and the boys have uh, certainly stepped up and said, uh, oh, we'll, we'll match you here. Well, exactly. I mean, you got Zach Streif and you got Jari Evans and Teron Armstead who all these guys are holding their own, and you got some guys who are physical at center and Jonathan Goodwin and Tim Lolito. These guys ain't fooling around. I mean, they, they want to make a name for the, themselves. They know this defense is improving, and they don't want this defense to be pushing them around, and, and you know, they have retaliated against these guys. All right, so we saw another physical day. We saw a, quite a bit of red zone work today, which I, I love watching, um, and certainly uh, more physical on special teams, too. That has to happen when the NFL officials are here so you can let them show you what's right and what's not right. Other than those things, other points of observation from practice to you, anything stick out today besides what we've talked about? No, not, not anything specific. I mean, you pretty much named it. I did enjoy watching the goal line drills. I saw Kyrie Robinson make a nice touchdown run, got some great blocking from Teron Armstead on that play. Uh, but for the most part, you know, I think you pretty much ran it down. Um, we've seen some great plays. Now, we, uh, one guy who has stood out, um, safety, rookie safety, Pierre Warren, who made another nice play in pass defense today, a good pass breakup. We've seen him have a couple of picks this, this uh, training camp. He's a kid who, you know, he's one of those guys who kind of finds the ball or the ball finds him. He's one of those guys who's got really nice ball skills, came from a small school, Jacksonville State, and, and he really knows how to get around the ball. He, he might be one of those guys who might stick. It'll, be, it'll probably be as a special team because the Saints are extremely deep at safety, but he's one of those guys you want to keep around because he just knows and has a good feel for how to play. Mm -hmm. All right, so interesting guest today. As we mentioned, Joel Myers to talk Team USA. But I had not even met Sean Tavius Jones yet, John. And uh, you'll, uh, you'll see that Southern Georgia charm that you know so well come through in that interview with him. You know, that's what happens with all us Georgia folks. It just ah, kind of pours ah. out of us. You know, Waffle House and hospitality and charm. It's all, it's in all of us. <laughs> and, of course, Mark Ingram, a somewhat polarizing figure, but I think that uh, John would agree with me. Mark's off to a good start here. He's having a good camp. He looks deliberate and confident, and uh, I think that's going to come through in his words here in just a moment. We don't want to waste any more time. We'll get right to our guests here on the Black and Blue Report this Friday from West Virginia after this. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. 
Podcast continues here on the Black and Blue Report. Practice has just ended, and I've been anxious to talk to this guy right here. Running back Mark Ingram joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Mark, we're, we're well enough into camp for you probably to have a feel for how it's been going. I'm, I'm curious as to what your take's been. Well, it's been going good, man. We're just uh, coming out here working, um, taking it one day at a time, trying to get better every single day. You know, um, you just win the day, and um, essentially everything else will take care of itself. You just worry about today and worry about getting better every single period, every single rep. I love talking to the vets this time of year. I talked to Marcus Colston yesterday about this very thing. It's that interesting conversation about what's different. You know, if you look back to a year ago at this time, what's different from Mark Ingram right now? Um, I think I'm just growing more as a person, growing more as a player. Um, I'm confident in my abilities, and I'm confident in what I have to do when I hear the play, cu- play call in the huddle and what I have to look for when I break the huddle and how I have to execute my technique to make the play a success. So um, I just think I've grown and matured as lot as a player. I can see it. I mean, really, in, in, in practice, you seem more decisive. You seem more deliberate. And, and while you were enjoying some, I think, some success near the end of last season, it looks like you've taken it another step here. That's the plan, man, just to get better. Um, I had some opportunities towards the end of the year where I got um, some touches and um, was able to you know, produce and help the team win games. And uh, I just want to keep doing that, and I just want to improve on it. You, know, you, you don't want to be satisfied. It's never okay to be satisfied. Um, you always want to improve, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying, every single day I'm trying to be the best football player I could be for this team and to help us win games and essentially win a championship. So I'm just trying to improve every single day. Are you old school or new school? And, and I guess the reason I ask is when I think of the old school running backs, it was that put it on my shoulders and just bruising type running. And yet the new school guys, kind of like Pierre and some others, love catching the ball, moving around different spots. What, where, where do you feel most comfortable? I'm old school and I'm new school. Yeah. I, I'm a football player. I could do whatever's asked of me. Uh, I'm not just a running back. I'm a football player. Um, I, could, I could pick a pass pro. I could run the route out the slot. I could run a route from the backfield. I could run inside zone. I could run outside zone. I could run the power. Um, whatever's asked of me to do, I can do it. And I feel like I can execute it um, better than to the best of my ability and um, be the best at it. So um, that's what I work for every single day. And, you know, that's why I'm out here, and I'm trying to improve my crap every single day. Yeah, good label being just a football player, and it seems that not just running backs or D-backs or wide receiver, football players, it's always about, it seems, finding consistency. Sometimes easier said than done. Um, where do you think you are in that in that battle of, of finding consistency? Yeah, you had to be consistent, man. But um, like I said, man, you had to learn every single day you have to grow every single day from the film room um, learning your mistakes in the film and taking it to the practice field and uh, and correcting those mistakes and then transferring it from the practice field to the game and so um, uh, you just have to be consistent and every single day just working and getting better and working on correcting your mistakes um, and transferring that to the game and that's what helps you be consistent after um, watching you talking with you getting to know you a little bit over the last year or so I I find that it I know one Mark Ingram, and, and fans know sometimes another. You seem, you seem almost in some ways polarizing. You, you have some who are ready to rally and carry the flag, and then others who always seem to be down on you. Um, what's one thing, in, in light of that, what's something you wish that fans would know about you to help them understand you better in trying to grow? Um, Is that fair? I mean, yeah, you know, 
everybody's going to have their opinions and their thoughts, you know. Um, there's so many outlets that um, speak to them, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they take so many different opinions and so many um, different things that, you know, they create their own uh, opinions and thoughts of each player. Mm -hmm. And um, me, um, I, whatever my role may be for the game, um, for the team, um, I go out there and I do it to the best of my ability and I, I leave my all on the field every single day in practice and in the games. I do whatever I can and whatever's asking me uh, to be the best that I can to help this team win games, help this team be successful and ultimately win games and win a championship. So um, that's me, man. I, I'm a hard worker, um, blue collar. Um, I'm never satisfied, I'm always humble. And I just go out here and try to be the best player I could be. And my goal is to be the best football player to ever touch a football. And that's lofty goals. But if you're out here and you don't want to be the best, then there's something wrong. So um, that's pretty much me. All right, so the black and gold scrimmage tomorrow. I'm very excited about watching. What has is, what is the coaching staff told you about what they'd like to see happen tomorrow morning? Man, it's just going to be intense. Um, guys are going to be flying around. Guys are going to be hitting. And, um, you know, it's going to be live. Um, it's the first pretty much game action we can get into the preseason. So it's, a, it's, it's an important day. It's an important scrimmage. And um, it's, it's the first time this team this year is going to be getting evaluated seriously. So um, everybody wants to leave, wants to give that good first impression and get off to a fast start because um, once you get off to a fast start, it's just going to carry on to the preseason game one, preseason two, and then off to regular season, the first game. So you want to get off to a fast start, and that starts tomorrow. Mark, thanks, man. All the best. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Mark Ingram with us on the Black and Blue Report. We'll continue here from the Greenbrier after this quick timeout. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion. It's the tradition, and Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. We're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans. Proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. Thanks to the internet, anyone can get a show these days. Back here at camp on the Black and Blue Report, uh, we get our first visit with Shontavious Jones. Now, we've said his name many times because we've been impressed by some of the things you've been doing in practice, but nice to meet you. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for our first visit here. <laughs> I'm just glad to be here. I'm, I'm thankful that y'all invited me here to participate in this camp. I'll be, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about you. What should I know? I mean, other than what you've been showing us on the football field, what should I know about you? I mean, I'm just a great guy with a great personality from Valdosta State University, South Georgia. <laughs> I'm sure the post people know that Valdosta State is in Georgia, but if I pulled out a map of Georgia, I, I, I think they probably have a hard time finding it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's real close to Florida. It's basically in Florida. It's like 15 minutes away from Florida, so it's all the way at the bottom. Take me back to, um, I guess it wasn't a, that long ago, finding out that you'd be coming to Saints training camp as, as maybe a crack at the NFL. I mean, did, it, did you see it coming, or was it a surprise? I mean, after college, I seen it coming because I feel like I did a, a good job in college. But, I mean, 
I'm thankful to be here. How hard is it for small school guys to get to get that chance? It's it's very hard because you have one slip up, they just they don't look at you. Like you have to be on your p's and q's at all time and really focus. Was there a standout game season? What was it that helped kind of all of a sudden put you on a radar screen? I mean, maybe the season when we won the national championship that was a great season for me. And then I had a game. Also, my senior year, we had scored six touchdowns, so that probably helped out a little bit too. What are you about six three or so? Six four? Yes, sir, I'm six three two ten. <laughs> <laughs> the the size thing now is such a big topic about wide receivers. Um, you seem to have that size. Has it served you well here in an NFL setting? Yes, sir. It helps out a lot when because all the defenders have great coverage. So if you have a defender that's don't don't have the advantage of the height that you have, you can use it to help you out. If I told you that Marcus Colston and uh, Robert Meacham's combined NFL experience is greater than all the other wide receivers in camp combined, um, would that surprise you? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. What have you learned from those guys? Learn everything. Get out the routes, techniques of blocking, just looking the ball, looking the ball in, study, study techniques, everything. What's the difference between catching balls at Valdosta State and catching balls from Drew Brees? It's always on the money. <laughs> it's always on the money. Drew Brees put it in a perfect position for you, so you won't get you. You barely take a big hit or anything because he always tries to protect protect you. It seems like he's like a major league baseball pitcher. It, I, I've heard him talking before, like, hey, maybe I could have put that on Sean Tavius's maybe six inches off his back shoulder, and then he can do it. Yeah. Um, is that did that take some getting used to? I mean, I knew it. I knew it coming in that he was like that, and that, then I actually get the chance to actually watch him work and things like that. So it don't take no getting used to. I mean, just, just practice with him. I'm just getting better. You got to make this football team, and it may be in an, un, in an untraditional sense. Coach Payton's been hammering away at the fact that guys like yourself, your best route to make that 53 may be through special teams. Um, is that something you're focused on, and, and what part of the special teams can help you in your process? I mean, yes, yes, sir. I'm focused on special teams a lot, just as much as I am on offense. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I can help out on kickoff and a gunner on punt, punt, punt return on, at the gunner position, anything on special teams. Is that the reality of the situation? I mean, that, that seems almost hard to get your arms around. I mean, my key focus at the end of the day is just making a team and just helping out any way I can. Whether it be other young guys that I've talked to, and most of them, I guess, probably that fall into this category are undrafted free agents, but they said there's some sense of pressure with we don't get as maybe as many reps, and if, and if you take a wrong step or a ball gets off your fingers or whatever, it's very stressful. Have you found that to be the case? And if so, how do you deal with it? I mean, you just got to have a short memory. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, don't, I, mean I, don't, I played football for a long time, and I know you have to have a short memory to be successful in football. We're going to have a black and gold scrimmage tomorrow. What do you think you'll be up against tomorrow as we probably will go full go? I mean, I'm going to be up against Great competition because the whole team is great. So, I mean, I just have to come out and make plays. Nice to meet you. You're a nice young man. I hope I hope this camp goes very well for you. All right, thank you. You bet. Sean Tavius Jones, one of, one of these young, dynamic wide receivers trying to make the Saints roster here at training camp. We'll continue from the Greenbrier after this. At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. 
From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We're going to turn our attention to the NBA, or should I just say basketball, because it's not quite NBA. It does involve NBA players. But Team USA's camp continues, and tonight they'll put a, a put on a show, shall, they, shall we say. And, of course, with Team USA and our own Anthony Davis and Monty Williams is our own television voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, Joel Myers, who's uh, embedded, I guess, Joel, with Team USA and out in Las Vegas. How's it going? Very good, Sean, but I'm envious of you and John DeShazer and everybody out there at the Greenbrier because I've been, as I mentioned to you a couple of minutes ago before we came on, I've been watching on, on NewOrleansSaints.com all the videos, the snaps, uh, Sean Payton at the end of practice every day, and the squad really looks good. I mean, it's a deep team this year, so I'm excited about the Saints, I'll tell you that. Yes, and, and you'll see them late next week, um, which is the next time I guess I'll see you, and I'm hoping you'll have some good stories about what you're seeing with Team USA. How's this... How is this roster shaking out, Joel? It is guard-rich, to say the least. I mean, to the point where uh, if the Kevin Love deal gets done between the Cavaliers and Minnesota, and that's obviously all conjecture, but it's 22 days away from the first day they could do it because of the signing of Andrew Wiggins, had to wait 30 on that, uh, with Cleveland, Kevin Love could help them, uh, believe it or not, in Madrid because they're kind of short on bigs in that direction, and especially stretch fours. That's why, boy, wouldn't it be nice if Ryan Anderson was healthy over the summer and could have been there like Drew Holiday uh, and experiences because Anthony Davis, as Mike Krzyzewski has said, and I've spent a bunch of time with Coach K, Anthony Davis is, is the guy. Uh, he, they're building around him as the, the power forward of the future for USA basketball. But they're guard rich, Sean. they got a ton of guards. It's a great battle to see who's actually going to make it. Steph Curry, you got to believe he's going to be there, uh, as well as Derrick Rose. Uh, but they are deep. Kyrie Irving, we can go on the list of guys. It's amazing. James Harden, you've got to think he's going to be on that 12-man roster going to Madrid for the World Cup. Uh, but they're very deep in the backcourt. They've got question marks, of course, down on the baseline. Anthony Davis had a little bit of a coming-out party last year at the Team USA minicamp and the scrimmage that ensued from that. Um, Joel, in watching him this week, are we in for another piece of the Anthony Davis story by what he's doing with Team USA? He looks like a different guy. Uh, You know, sometimes you see guys and they look like young pups, and we saw Anthony grow last year, and now Anthony truly looks like a man, Uh, a young man that has really matured a lot and very serious on the floor. I felt for him, though, and I was there for the first couple of practices on Monday and Tuesday because the bigs aren't getting a lot of touches. The guards are just, they're rolling. And Anthony, in this situation, is more of a five than even a four, the way they're running the floor. So I can understand, and I sense his frustration at times when I was watching him out there because the guards are just uh, off the charts. And I think the guards are feeding off each other to the extent that Sometimes it's at the expense of the bigs, not getting touches. Uh, 
uh, they'll run their half-court sets with no D, but when it comes to a scrimmage, and they've been scrimmaging uh, on the two gyms at the Mendenhall Center, uh, they're not exactly dropping it into the post, put it that way. If he's at the five, and let's just say Durant's at the four, what does that look like? That, I mean, that seems, wow, <laughs> different to say the least. Right, and there's the potential that he'd be at the four if they have cousins on the floor at the center's position. It's yet to be determined who would be mm-hmm. the five if Anthony's the four. Uh, but they've got Drummond in there, and it may be premature. It may be before his time because Cousins is way ahead of him on the floor. There's no question about that. And then you have other guys that can play different roles. We'll see if Kevin Love can make it and be a part of it because they've left that that door open, that window of opportunity. So it's an interesting scenario. There aren't a lot of bigs, though. When you watch Team USA, and it's going to be later tonight, uh, at Thomas and Mack in Las Vegas, I think NBA TV has it, in fact. Uh, they do. Uh, it, it'll be small ball, for the most part, put it mm-hmm. that way. It won't be six and under league like you and I are accustomed to, but it'll be small <laughs> ball. <laughs> Joel Myers with us here on the Black and Blue Report. He's with Team USA, Anthony Davis, Monty Williams, and all, et all, as they say, out in Las Vegas. Hey, Joel, tell me about the showcase tonight. What step does this represent in the process of getting ready for Madrid? Well, they have a pretty good idea of who the 12 are going to be. Uh, there's probably only a couple of spots they're thinking about. So they've got to go from 19 to 12. It, it, the mentality has changed completely uh, because of the pool now. And I talked, I spent time, we did a show that's going to air on Sirius XM on August 4th for the first time. Spent a few hours one-on-one with Coach K. And it's his show, and I just co-hosted it. But it was an amazing uh, day for me just to be with somebody like that and to go over talent and personnel and the way he views things, a uh, really sharp guy. I mean, you can understand why he's coached the year for as many times as he's been at Duke, 35 years as their head coach. But the, the one thing that vibrates more than anything else that comes through is talking to DeMar DeRozan, uh, talking to Clay Thompson, talking to all these young guys. What an honor it is just to be there. And that wasn't the mentality a few years ago with USA Basketball. It was like, oh, well, maybe. Well, now guys are dying to get the invite. So even if you're not part of the 12, it's not like you're cut, Sean. You're going to be a part of the pool. You're still a part of the process. And you could be elevated at any time. So the guys that are there, and then the young guys off to the side, the guys they brought in, the younger guys like Oladipo, and and I'll tell you, Doug McDermott's a great-looking player for the Chicago Bulls down the road. So is Marcus Smart. So those are the only two rooks in camp, those two, Smart and Doug McDermott. Uh, But they're now part of the process. And Team USA has just changed it completely under Jerry Colangelo. And and give Mike Krzyzewski a lot of credit because he can really communicate with these young men. And that's why they want to be there as well. No doubt. I mean, just look at Mason Plumley, who may have a chance to make this thing coming off the select team. That's you know. Yeah, that's, and I, you bring him up. I spent about. a few minutes with him uh, just to tell him how impressed I was with his effort, his energy, his baseline to baseline run. He runs, and you brought up a good guy, uh, a, a good point on Plumley. He is unbelievably quick for his size, and his brother Miles up and down for Phoenix. But uh, I mean, Mason for the Brooklyn Nets last year showed so much upside, and a great kid. So, you know, I spent time with him, with Draymond Green, with a bunch of them after practice, and and they're just happy to be there. And it's the perception and the image of USA Basketball, everything about it for the guys that 
you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was like, maybe, maybe I'll make some time for it in the off season. Now it's, I'm dying to be there. I hope I get invited. It's really changed. You're right. Total sea change, no doubt. Hey, one last note, Joel. After tonight's showcase over there at UNLV, what's next for Team USA? Oh, they've got more, uh, more exhibitions. They've got exhibitions at Madison Square Garden. They've got them over in Europe as well. The World but Cup they'll starts break August 30th. And, but they'll break camp and go on tour now? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're okay. going to continue to work out as a group, but they'll have other exhibitions leading up to first game is the 30th, then they play back-to-back, actually. They play both the 30th and September 1st, and then they get a couple of days break. But they play a back-to-back to start the competition. Uh, they're in a tough pool. It's going to really be interesting to see the composition of the team. But I'll tell you this right now, it is a phenomenal experience for Anthony Davis and for Monty Williams as well, and for A.B. to get the reps that he's getting against the best in the world. I mean, there's no substitute for what he's getting right now. And for Monty to exchange ideas with Coach K, Jim Beheim, uh, I go down the list of all the other coaches that are there that are not going to be, you know, there's two NBA coaches, Monty and Tom Thibodeau, and then there's the two college coaches that have been there a long time now, Coach K and his, his associate, who they're kind of attached at the hip, Jim Beheim. But it's great for Monty as well. He'd be the first to tell you. To be around that, uh, it's just a healthy, healthy situation for both Monty and Anthony Davis. Good for our franchise, and uh, good stuff as always from you. Safe travels, my friend, and I'll see you next week in St. Louis. How about that? As I say, meet me in St. Louis, please. (laughs) Exactly. Joel Myers with us in Las Vegas and with Team USA. And we'll be back here at the Greenbrier to wrap up today's Black and Blue Report on this Friday in just a moment. Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Sean and John back here to wrap up this Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Don't forget, we'll be right back with you on Monday. We'll recap the scrimmage a little bit and get into our first, uh, you want to call it a game week if you like, but it'll be the first week that we have a preseason game to talk about is one week from today, the Saints will travel to St. Louis and take on the Rams at the Edward Jones Dome at 7 o'clock next Friday night. That's what we'll talk about a little bit more on Monday, and we'll also talk some NFL rule changes on Monday too. Anyway, today was a good show. Uh, learned a little more about Mark Ingram. Learned a lot about Shontavious Jones. Team USA basketball is exciting as what Anthony Davis is doing. But we'll kind of put a wrap on the week, John, real quick. And characterize the week that had an off day stuck right in the middle of it on Wednesday. Which actually seemed to help us break the thing up a little bit. Yeah, it was a nice break in between. But we saw these guys really kind of build to a crescendo. 
during the week. Uh, it got more and more physical as the week went along when they had the off day and came back on Thursday and were extremely physical. And then we thought, you know, they'll dial it back, and then it, it ramped up even more on Friday. So it was, I guess, the way you wanted as a coach and as a staff, you wanted to build to a crescendo going into that black and gold scrimmage, and I think that's exactly what happened. By the time we reconvene on the black and blue report uh, to start the next week, that'll mean two weeks in here at West Virginia for you especially. And, well, me too, I guess. That'd be right, right about the same time. Are you homesick yet? Look, I, I, nothing, nothing, nothing against West Virginia. You always say that before you say something bad, right? <laughs> nothing against West Virginia, but I'm ready to go home. I could have, I'm ready to go home. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. I'm ready to go home. Well, there's no doubt. It's Kenny Vaccaro's walking by us giggling here to say that too. I think, I think the guys have certainly enjoyed the process and the atmosphere and the weather and everything else. But uh, two weeks in, it does start to get at you a little bit. Still work to be done, though, and we will be back here on Monday, my friend. Yeah, we will be back. You start feeling a little stale. You're ready to go home, but, hey, we got work to do, so we will pep up and do our job and give you the best we got on Black and Blue. Yeah, and by the way, um, they always say there's nothing like mama's cooking. Let's just call mama Louisiana right now. There's nothing like Louisiana cooking that we're ready to have after we get back in the middle of August, that's for sure. Hey, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for keeping the home fires burning to go old school on you there. Um, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Our coverage continues throughout the weekend, of course, on NewOrleansSaints.com and on your Saints mobile app. And don't forget, Joel Myers, Jim Eichenhofer, and that side of our team is with Anthony Davis and Team USA out in Las Vegas. And you'll get the full report of their showcase tonight as we go through the weekend on the NBA side, too. Really enjoyed it. Don't forget you can follow on Twitter, at John DeShazer or at Sean Kelly Live. And, for, and of course, uh, for this program, the lineup, the daily lineup, and other news regarding the Black and Blue Report can be found on Twitter at Black Blue Report. That'll do it for us here from the Greenbrier on this Friday post practice for the Black and Gold. And until Monday, have a great weekend and so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.